0: I'm Lauren and I'm Sasha and this is Popcorn Fort, a podcast where we explain movies to each other badly. And Sasha has become a vampire and refuses to do anything but say
1: ah 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 ah. She is now the Count of Sesame Street fame, mm-hmm. and she just won't stop counting all these darn beans I put on the floor. Two ah uh, ah, uh,
0: three ah.
1: Uh. She's uh,
0: trapped! Full. You're trapped here with
1: me. I'm also trapped in uh, here with uh, her. I, I foolishly spilt a bunch of beans on the floor and now she won't leave until she's counted them all. Well, the problem is that the beans are made of silver and they've formed a circle around Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and, theref- and therefore I, as a werewolf, cannot escape until Sasha has counted all the beans and picked them up for me. Yeah, but the problem is I
0: count it and then I put it back so I don't recount it. I uh, have to- I'm not putting it in a separate pile. I'm just putting it in a pile slightly closer to Lauren. So Why do we even have that bag of silver beans? Well, it was from our neighbors. <laughs> our neighbors, the fairy court.
1: <laughs> you gotta be nice to the fairy court. You have to accept their gifts or they start a fairy war against you. We already had that with our last neighbors. Exactly.
0: I'm Why like- did we move into the ceiling? Club?
1: <laughs> We already had that
0: with our last neighbours, the goblins. Oh, and then they took our children and we we're like, that's <laughs> fine. They're not ours. <laughs> they weren't even ours. The, the the fairies had kind of foisted them upon us. The fairies gave us changelings. Goblins stole our changeling children. <laughs> and then we're all happy.
1: Yep. and now we're in just a weird kind of between-feud state. Yep. Where we know another feud's going to happen eventually. In fact, I'm pretty sure the fairies are trying to start some shit because they did give us, a vampire and a werewolf, a bag of silver beans as Mm. a gift. Yeah. So that feels passive-aggressive to me.
0: It does feel passive-aggressive. But as a vampire, I'm very polite and I can't refuse a gift. Exactly. Because that's just what vampires are like. Exactly. And as a werewolf, you see a bag and you go wild. So we can't (laughs) refuse it. (laughs) Look, they're just so throwable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, see that the beans make a good like noise, mm. like like dog food, you know, so I go wild for that noise. You thought,
0: we thought it was dog food. I thought it was delicious dog food. Either dog food or a hacky sack. But instead it was poison. Poison. I try and pick up the sack and it burns me. Yes. Anyway.
1: Anyway. <laughs> this has been an exciting fiction. <laughs> fiction? Definitely Fiction.
0: Yes. The listeners must not know the truth. Yes. <laughs> Fiction. <laughs> Stories. Podcast. We've gone full circle. We've gone done full it. full circle. So this week, mm-hmm. I'm going to be telling you about Wild Target. Uh-huh. It is a movie from 2010. Yes. It's a UK movie. Uh-huh. Um, it has a lot of big names in it. So, like. Uh, so Bill Nighy, mm-hmm. Emily Blunt, Rupert Grint, Martin Freeman. Um, And it is sort of like a... Black comedy romance action. Cool. That's how I would describe it. Cool. Um, so as you know, yes. we start off these episodes with you attempting to predict this movie. Wait, what? I wasn't prepared for this. Oh good, that makes this better. <laughs> so Laura, like, I'm gonna give you some tags. Yes. And those tags are Lonely Assassin, uh huh. Moms with Guns, uh-huh, and Rembrandt Forgery. I love that. Mm. It sounds like a great movie. Yeah. Pretty
1: Wild Target, it's a black comedy slash romance slash thriller ish thing. Yeah. Um or is it Mums with Guns, uh assassin something? Lonely assassin. Sorry, lonely assassin and Rembrandt forgery. Yes. Alright. There is a group of assassins who all know each other and their cover is all that they are like older women mm-hmm. so no one no one suspects they're assassins cuz they're all like PTA kind of looking ladies and they all like cover for each other
0: mm-hmm.
1: cuz like i guess they've they've made it so all their all their kids kind of go to the same schools and they oh, yeah. go in the same circles mm. so and you know they all rock up to the the PTA meetings as a group and just start shit but like As mums, so no one suspects that they're secretly assassins. Wait, so who are they assassinating? They're they're like a company. Okay. So people contact them however you contact assassins. Yeah, okay, cool. I thought they were only assassinating other PTA (laughs) mums. No, but they do take great relish when one of their clients does ask them to assassinate other PTA mums, which Mm. only very occasionally happens. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Actually, no. Maybe they haven't ever done that. Maybe before this, their their circles have been completely separate, and that's why this has been so successful. Mm. But one day, one of them gets a job, which is like, because they go to a rich, fancy school, mm-hmm. um, there's some kind of drama, like, I don't know, Maybe maybe the husband wants to get rid of his wife so he can get with his mistress or something. <gasps> Outrageous. And he contacts these assassins that he doesn't know who they are, he just knows how to, you know, get an assassin. Yeah. And, like, the clients don't know anything about the assassins. That's how it works. Perfect. He's just like, I need my wife assassinated. Mm. And the PTA assassins are like, hang on, we know that lady. She she's makes- also in the PTA and she makes great scones. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, carrying the whole tea party. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, Yep. Um, I don't know whether romance is going to come in here. This is just becoming like a. Uh... Mm. Well, you've got the mums of guns. <gasps> One of the. No, no. The, the, the lady who ends up having to do the job in quotation marks and falls in love with the other mum. Oh, perfect. Yes, yes. Because she's like, your husband's obviously shit. She's also divorced yeah yeah a lot of them are either like divorced or single mums or like they've got just really dumb husbands, yeah yeah so they're like, Susan, you're the best assassin we have. you'll have to do this you're you're cool calm and collected mm-hmm. um. And then Susan's like, all right, it is a lot of money and this is what we do. Yeah. We, we have to go through with the client requests or like, we'll lose our status as cool assassins.
0: Yeah. God, they would no longer be like black market Facebook
1: official assassins. Exactly. Anyway, so Susan's, Susan's doing the research and she's doing the, the recon mm. and the stalking or whatever. And, you know, she she gradually falls in love. As you do. With this lady. Because, like, as part of the recon, she's like, well, I might as well just, like, approach her as a mum. <gasps> do because they have that's... to take their kids on play dates? They do. Because, they like, she has to find out what this lady's schedule is mm. so she can figure out how to assassinate her without it looking like an assassination. Yeah. Because that's what the husband wants. So she's like, okay, easiest way to do this is just pretend to be her friend. Yeah. And then, oh no, oh no, the kids are on play dates, and she's actually a really great mum and a really cool person. And turns out her husband's a piece of shit that's actually like an art forger.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: nice, nice. You're bringing it all together. Bringing it all together. I'm actually remembering the tags this time. Holy shit, is this the first time? <laughs> Quite possibly. So Susan starts uncovering like all the husband's bullshit as part of her, her stalking of the wife. Mm-hmm. And she comes back to her squad and she's like, guys change of plans <laughs> we now have a moral compass <laughs> we now have a moral well you know uh, like they've they've never they've never been it's never been personal before that's true you know they've never known the person yeah and you know they've they've occasionally like become friends in quotation marks to learn what the the person's thing was but they've never gotten attached before mm. yes and and there's never been like a quite such a, a black and white uh, good and bad good yeah. and bad thing yeah 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 so, uh, I guess fucking Ocean's Eight style, which is what I'm subconsciously basing yeah, this on. Beautiful. They they have to actually figure out a way to get rid. Either no, I don't think they're going to kill the husband because, like, assassins don't do that for free. No, no, but, you're going
0: to be paid. No,
1: but they're going to expose the husband mm. in a way that he won't know it was them. Okay, and then their firm can get back to him and be like, mm, "Because of all your like bad publicity and exposure, and like the police are digging into all your shit, like we can no longer do this job for you." That's smart, because then the police will find
0: us. Yeah, like we're covering our own asses. You're a bad client. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, because once they accept, they can't refuse. Yes, but if they accept
1: and then the client suddenly starts getting exposed for all his illegal shit, and st- like the FBI turns up and stuff, mm. then they can be like actually we're covering our asses, we're cutting off all contact with this client, we can't do this job. Yep. And that will be accepted by the assassin community. Beautiful. Of which there definitely is one, I guess. Oh,
0: totally. Come on. Every neighborhood has their own assassin community. Exactly. Exactly. So there's some kind of big
1: heist style job. Something happens. Yeah. I don't know the details, but everyone's involved. And I think the the wife accidentally gets involved. Okay. Like, she comes home at the wrong time and finds all these women, like, these other PTA moms in her house, like, scoping shit out. Yeah. When no one was supposed to be home. Yeah, yeah. And then she's, and then when she figures out what they're doing, she's like, can
0: I get in on this? (laughs) Can I help destroy my husband? I'm pretty sure he's a terrible person. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Also, like. You, he hired you to assassinate me I would like to get back at oh. him please
0: oh shit are you saying that she knew all along that Susan was an assassin trying to befriend her no or? no there's this whole scene where she like they tell her what's going on hmm. and then
1: she but they leave out the bit where they were supposed to assassinate her yeah like right. they make up some other story but she finds out mm. and then there's this whole big betrayal thing where she's uh. like Susan you only being my friend to, 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 kill me. to murder me basically and then there's misunderstanding standings and Um, but it all gets sorted out in the end and all the others have to like do some matchmaking bullshit beautiful yeah gotta rebuild that trust exactly
0: exactly what
1: about um the
0: mistress or she just never touched on the
1: mistress isn't really a character she's just like you just kind of see her in the background like Mm. with the husband occasionally oh yeah yeah um, yeah, so I guess eventually they expose there's like a super big like Rembrandt forgery mm. that he's done that is like a real a real famous one. Okay. So that's yeah. the thing that they're trying to mm. like get on. And yeah, they they do a big heist, there's there's danger, there's things that go wrong but then go right and Yeah. Susan nearly gets caught and the wife nearly gets caught and I know, they're locked in
0: a closet together. <laughs> <laughs> of course. They're <laughs> at the art gallery and they have to hide from security. Exactly, you know, the romance tropes. Well, yeah, they're important. Mm. Mm.
1: And eventually they succeed and the husband is led away in handcuffs and they do their shit and um, um, the wife joins that little band of assassins. Great. But she she doesn't want to do the assassinating, but she's like, I have other skills. <laughs> She makes scones. <laughs> she makes really good scones. I, I don't know. Maybe she's really good with
0: computers. So she oh, becomes yeah. their
1: like, fucking hacker oh, person. Oh, fuck. What
0: if it was like she was, you know, like really good at IT and all great in that. And then she became a stay at home mom because her husband was like, no, you're not allowed to work. You have to stay at home. Yeah. IT is a men's job. Mm. Only
1: really, I'm allowed to be good at computers. But she's been like secretly on the on the forums this whole time, you know. Yeah.
0: Or like, you know, the assassins are doing stuff and then she's just like, oh yeah, I can find all his paper trails on his computer. He's like an idiot. Yeah. I yeah. just never looked at his computers because you don't do that to your, you know, partner. Yeah, exactly, because I'm
1: a nice person. Yeah. And yeah, and all their kids are friends now and Susan and the wife get together and it's always a happy ending.
0: Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> That's my story. Tell me what actually happened. Okay, I'll tell you all about... The actual wild target. Yeah. Yeah, so it was based off a nineteen ninety three um French movie Uh of the same name, but I guess maybe in French. Sure. I don't know anything more about the French movie, but it did explain why um Bill Nye was always speaking in French Uh, at some points. All right. So um I'm just calling everyone by their actors' names pretty much, please, really <laughs> I really didn't view. pay attention to the uh... Yes, good. Okay. So Bill Nye is like attempting to speak French as he's like power walking to like this snazzy accordion music. Uh-huh. So we can tell he's probably in France. So he's doing that. He's power walking around um and then he like power walks into a building and it's just like snazzy French music for a while uh-huh. and then we just hear a scream and a man falls on screen. Love that. And then he just, like, snazzly power walks out. And then, like, he, like, takes out the phone. He's like, it is done. And then, so, like, he's, like, talking on a burner phone. He throws it off a beer. Uh, not a beard. He throws it off a beard. Yes, he, he talks on a burner phone. He's like, yep, job's done. Yeah. Throws the phone off the bridge. Keeps snazzly power walking away. <laughs> and he goes to a locker. Yep. And, he, like, he takes out the money. He's like, oh, I always hate how they go half now, half later. Because the way they're doing the half now, half later is that they've literally given him all the bills. Cut in half. You look. Listen. You you turn up to your bank. You say, "I'd like to make a deposit." You you
1: sh- you put down ten thousand dollars worth of bills that have all been chopped in half and taped
0: together again. I guess. What does the teller think has happened here? I mean, they also have like an old money vibe. Yeah. So I like to imagine that maybe they just actually have a vault full of this ripped money that they can never deposit. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what he's doing. So Bill Nye is a pro kill. Bill Nye? He changed. <laughs> Bill Nye! Bill Nye! <laughs> Bill Nye is a pro-killer. Yep. Um, And then so there's like a scene of him killing a man and he goes to kill like the man's parrot because the parrot saw. Because uh-huh. like, when he went to kill the man, he's like, let me monologue about myself for a little bit. Oh no, and then there was a parrot there. And then there was a parrot and the parrot's like, I will repeat your monologue. And he's like, well, time to kill this parrot. And the parrot's like, wait, I love you. He's like, oh, I guess I'm taking this parrot with me. <laughs> So he's like, I I will kidnap this bird. And so he goes home and he's like, it's his mom's place. Uh She lives in like an assistant living place. And he's Mm -hmm. like talking to her. And she's just like, I read this article about men who live with their moms a long time are probably gay. You're 55 now. So. And then. So why are you gay? Why aren't you married? You need to have a son so we can pass on the family tradition of murdering people. Oh, I see. I love it. Yeah. And then he's like, "Mom, let us not speak of this right now." It's hard Grandma, to be I'm assassin, a Grandma, dating I'm assassin. Scene. Yeah, exactly. And then he gets a birthday present cuz it's like his birthday. Uh-huh. And it's just a scrapbook of every murder he's ever done. What the fuck? She's like, she's taken all the newspaper clippings and stuck it in. Again, highly suspicious. Highly suspicious. So he's like, oh, you it up. And she's like, there's plenty of blank pages at the back. <laughs> you know, you're 55 now and that's the age your father was when he had you. <laughs> and then, I hope you have a baby. Look, I'm knitting a baby onesie. Uh,
1: so it's time to just find anyone who will have a son with him to appease his mother. I guess why can't he adopt? <laughs> why can't he adopt? Why can't he be single father assassin? Oh, that'd be so fine. Yes. Mm. Teaches his his daughter how
0: to assassinate. Yes. All anyway, right. So she's doing all this, like, "Hey, it's time for you to procreate." He's like, "Actually, I have a present for you too." And he gives her the bird, and she's just like, "Oh God!" <laughs> the bird's just like, "What if I say saucy things at you?"
1: Why does the mum insist on a son to carry on the the assassin yeah, tradition? Yeah, because was
0: she, she also not an assassin? She was an assassin. I don't understand. Internalized misogyny strikes again. Poor Mammy. All anyway. right. So we have a nice little montage now of Bill Nye at home. He's like cooked a big old like lamb roast dish, and he's just pretending to have friends as he eats alone at a table. Aww. He's like mm, this wine, quite delicious. Oh, oh, no, no more, I'm all good things. <laughs> i um, num 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 num. Ah, sad man. Very sad man. So we've established him. He's kind of like, you know, quite isolated, quite sad. He's good at his job and there's nothing else to him. Then we switch scenes to The Lady Assassin. How did you know? (laughs) No, it's Emily Blunt Uh time. So Emily Blunt is the love interest. Too young for him. Way too young. (laughs) That age difference is like 35 years. I was uncomfortable. I was like, "Mm, it's one of these shows. Yeah. So... We establish she's a wild child. Oh, She's okay. like, you know, this zany, weird one. So she's biking down the wrong side of, like, a road mm-hmm. between cars, and they're all just like, what are you doing? <laughs> you well, will die. You will die. Yeah, disregarding traffic laws, like, you know, cutting off cars, and mm. they're having car crashes, mm. and she's just like... Oh, ho, I have no regard for anything. Rude. Yeah, very rude. And so she like she's passing an art gallery and she throws some firecrackers on the lawn and the security's just like, holy shit, what? Why? So the security's distracted so oh, she bikes in through the security she gate. She is thief. She is a thief. Nice. And then there's a scene of her just like biking through the art gallery. So I guess no one was in this art gallery. <laughs> was it just, I guess it was closed, maybe. You'd hope so, because I I would hope there's at least a few patrons in a in a yeah. in an art gallery. So she's like riding into it. She goes through all the things, and she like goes to the front of the restoration department. Uh huh. Gets off, comes inside, and there's a dude who's like painting a painting, mm-hmm. and he's very uncomfortable with her. And she's just like, "No, we are accomplices. Look, I'm so beautiful. Let me bite your ear. Aren't I seductive? Isn't it great? Anyway, where's the painting? <laughs> Okay, so he's, he's her contact. Yeah, so it's a very fancy Rembrandt. He's yeah. like, here's the Rembrandt. She's like, wow, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Where's the copy? He's like, that is the copy. Oh. Um, it's still wet. Like, the paint is still wet. You can see. Please don't touch it. Please don't touch <laughs> it. She does touch it. What? You fucked it up already. Yeah, you got a finger smear in the oil now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so she, he's like, don't mix up the paintings. Mm. Like, just don't mix and them up. She will. Mm. So she's like rehearsing her con. Mm-hmm. She's going to sell the painting to a dude. Mm-hmm. And what she has is this double-sided briefcase. Sure. So on one side is the copy and one copy's the and the other side's the original. Mm-hmm. So her rehearsal is she's like she puts out the original they inspect it they're like, "Yep, this is the real deal." Um here's the 800,000 that we discussed." And she'll be like, "No, I don't want 800,000. 900,000. No, you're not going to take that." Okay, and then she takes it, puts it back in the briefcase. And then pivots it. And so when they're like, no, 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 we'll pay it. She puts it back on the table and opens it. So it's the copy side and I pulls see. it out. Yeah. So that's her con. Mm-hmm. So it
1: seems like it's very dependent on what other people are going to do. Yeah.
0: Like if they're like, hey, if they just accept it straight up, like, what does she do then? Well, that's the plot. <laughs> yes. Good. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's her con. Uh-huh. So now she's doing the con to the actual dude. She's wearing, a, like, a short blonde wig. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why is it always a short blonde wig? I don't know. Why is
1: that the go-to for disguise? I guess because they always have long, dark hair. So it's always the opposite of what their actual hair is. That's true. And plus, if you have a wig with a fringe, that looks a lot more
0: natural. Natural. Then. Yeah. So um, she's doing her con and she's like, no, 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 we said 900000 And the guy's, like, a real estate agent who's mm-hmm. now become, like, I guess a collector of arts and thievery. Sure. And he's like, okay, 900,000, that's fine. And then she's like, uh, oh, I'm no. going to continue my con and put it in. And he's like, I just agree to your price. He's like, no, 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 I'm putting it in the suitcase. He's like, And then he pulls a gun. And he's like, listen, we're not joking. Give me the fucking painting. Ah. So she still, like, does her con. Yeah. Like, she p- twitches the briefcase. She's like, oh, I was joking. It's all fine. It's all fine. Uh-huh. And she gives him, like. But now she is suspicious. Pretty much. So yeah. suspicious. She gives the painting, she takes the money, and she bails real fast. Uh-huh. Did she give them the forgery? Uh, well, what happens next is, like, he's just like, yes, beautiful painting. Isn't it great? Oh, so lovely. And then, like, he touches it, and it's wet paint. Why would you not let it dry? I know, right? That's the basic fucking... Yeah. She does it. They realize, oh, fuck, she switched it. Mm-hmm. So they immediately, like, um, we cut to, like, Bill Nye getting a call. Uh-huh. Yes. Meanwhile, she is returning the painting to the museum. Mm-hmm. So basically her play was like, okay, we make a copy. I sell them the copy. I return the original to you so you don't lose your job. Sure. Which is a reasonable con, I guess. I I
1: guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because okay, she needed the original for the, the Cause, inspector Because, yeah, there was an inspector, see. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so he's he's just, like, had it for restoration in the back and she took it for, like, the meeting and then returned it.
0: Yeah. Nice. So that was that's, pretty. That's
1: look. It was it was mostly a smart plan. Just the details were bad. Just
0: the yeah, like the execution. Mm. Yeah. So Bill Nye is just watching her nice the whole time, and he follows her through a busy market. So she like she goes into a changing room because Bill Nye keeps trying to kill her during this whole scene. <laughs> but like someone will get in the way, or he's yeah just like, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So like shenanigans. She yeah. Goes into a changing room. He's like, oh, fantastic! I can see all the stuff she's stolen on the ground. Yeah. So he just shoots. Through the change room. He but has she's a silence not room. There. Well, he like turns around, and he sees her, like he hears someone die. They yeah. Like, oh. He's like, great, I've done my job. And then he turns around, and he sees her like walking away. Oh no. He's like, we're not gonna touch on that. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> was this just like
1: bad luck or is she onto him? No, this was just bad luck. Of course it fucking was. Yeah. Okay.
0: So she winds up going to a motel. Uh-huh. Um and Bill Nye's like, oh, fuck yeah, Bill Nye. Why, why, why am I saying Bill Nye? Same difference. Bill Nye <laughs> the science guy. Comes in. He's the new love interest. Bill Nye the science-y guy. Bill Nye <laughs> the science Um, Basically, he's like, oh, fuck yeah, finally. She's going into a motel. I'll go up the building next door. Mm-hmm. And then I can get into a window across from her and just snipe her. Yes, right. You know, makes sense. Time to snipe. Yes. And he's like, this is perfect. This is great. He sets up his gun. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. She's having a one night stand. Oh, no. And he has like headphones. So he's just forced to listen to her have like sex for presumably several hours. She has insane stamina, I guess. Pretty good one night stand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. she struck gold. Um, And then he falls asleep and he wakes up. To, oh no she's already dressed in like leaving the motel not very professional of him not very professional but God she was having sex for so long there, you <laughs> understand he got tired he's fifty five <laughs> um, so um, he pulls out a sniper rifle and he's gonna shoot her as she like um, leaves the hotel but he gets charmed by her like stealing someone's coffee and someone's croissant as she goes by what the fuck yeah he's like oh, it's this so man charming. is just so lonely <laughs> he is so fucking lonely. <laughs> So get on the dating apps, please. Yeah, he's like, I am charmed. I do not kill. And so his mom then is like, he's talking to his mom. He's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I I didn't kill her. And she's like, I'm very disappointed in you. You have ruined your reputation. The only thing you can do now is apologize to your client and do the hit for free. Give back the money. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. You can't just not murder people, Bill Nye. I mean, at this point, can't he just go
1: back and if, if he's going to do the hit anyway he can just be like there hasn't been an opportunity yet yeah I there doesn't seem
0: to have been a time limit yeah I have no idea
1: anyway anyway
0: so he's like I will do as you say mother for you are my mother <laughs> uh huh so he's in a car park Um, Emily Blunt is putting away a very heavy luggage into a car mm-hmm. and then like we get a shot of Rupert Grint you know oh, no. Ron Weasley oh no. Um, he's the no he's just a slacker no he's just a slacker okay he just he's hanging around smoking out of sight <laughs> sitting on the car park floor I guess <laughs> yep so, Bill Nye goes to shoot her when, oh ho! Another man comes out and like pulls a gun on her. Oh. From behind. And it's one of the, um so the real estate guy had two bodyguards. Uh huh. So, it's one of the real estate guy's bodyguards. Because ah. they're like, the hitman fucked up his job. I see. Um, Time so, to send in Rupert Grant. Yeah. No well, not Rupert Grint. <laughs> just you random like bodyguard man who's like, you know, a typical like shaved head. Uh-huh. Um, and Bill Nye's like, Oh no, that man's gonna shoot her. Let me shoot him. Oh, okay. So Bill Nye shoots the bodyguard. So I thought you meant Rupert Grint was the bodyguard. No, Rupert Grint's just like a random dude. He's okay. just like chilling. He's like homeless. Okay, cool. And he's like, Well, a gunshot, what the fuck? I'm gonna hide <laughs> under a car. Yeah. Um so Bill Nye shoots the bodyguard. Uh-huh. And then he like he runs forward and he's like get in the car and Emily Bush is like oh my god you killed him and he's like I had to kill you he was going to kill wait I had to kill him he was going to kill you and she's like oh that's fine okay get in the car <laughs> yeah, let's go let's go she has no moral compass we know oh she this. has none yeah. none moral compass and then Bill and I are just like oh no what am I doing and they get in the car he's just like what if a- He's like, at points when she looks away, he's like, what if I lift my gun? No, no, we're not killing. Ke- like, but what if I? And then apparently there's a dude in the backseat who's the other bodyguard who was lying in wait. Uh-huh. And he just sits up and pulls a gun on them. And Bill uh-huh. just like, oh, God, this is escalating so much. <laughs> I did not plan for any of this. you done fucked up, sir. So the guy in the back seat, like, pulls the gun. He's like, get out. All of you, get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they all exit a car. And then Rupert Grint shoots the bodyguard. Oh. Because while he was under the car, the gun fell under there. Oh, okay. I'm like, why does he have a gun? Yeah. So he <laughs> shoots him, and everyone is so confused. Uh-huh. Like, why did you shoot? Who are you? And he's like, he had a he was going to shoot the lady. And, <laughs> the <kid's- laughs> oh. and then Bill Nye is kind of, like, um, also besotted with Rupert Grint. <laughs> he's like, what an excellent shot you did. <laughs> Yeah, sure. And so both the bodyguard and Bill Nye are to Ripper Grit like, "Give me the gun. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Give me the gun. Mm -hmm. It'll be totally fine." Mm -hmm. And then the bodyguard is like, "Do not give him the gun. He will kill you if you give him the gun." Yeah. And Ripper Grit is like, "I'm sorry. I'm gonna give him the gun Uh because you know you were gonna shoot him." Yeah. And Bill Nye goes to shoot Ripper Grit, and he's like, "Actually, you know that was a really great shot you did. You're like a natural." You're a good novice, and Rupert. You're goes, like, like the son I never had, Rupert. Grint. Yeah, Rupert. Like, yeah, you know I was actually pretty calm when I was shooting him. Like, I didn't feel nervous at all. Bill Nice is like, hmm, adopted. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going to adopt this man,
1: and I'm going to get with this lady who's the same age as him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm.
0: So Rupert grint knocks out the bodyguard. Cause they're like you're not gonna kill him, are you? And it's like, yeah, no, 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 no. And um, he, Rupert Grant, drag him to the stairwell, and he's a, he like pulls out a razor. And he's like, okay, so now when you cut a neck, this is what you need to. And Rupert Grant's like, let's just not kill him. And Bill Nye's like, you're right. Anyway, you go, you go bugger off. Let's not kill him. We'll just leave him unconscious and we'll escape. Kills him anyway. Yeah, well, he goes to kill him anyway. And then Emily Blunt runs in and is like, where are you? You're taking so long. Let's leave. And he's like, fine, I won't murder him in front of these people because they don't realize I'm an assassin.
1: I think he should have also adopted Emily Blunt. And then Emily Blunt and Rupert Grint should have gotten together.
0: That would have made so much sense. He should have just been a dad. Yes. That would have been a far more wholesome development instead of romance. Yes. I agree. So anyway, Emily was like, I'm so scared. Let me tell you everything. Like, I, I did this thing, and now they've hired people to kill me. It's so ridiculous. It's not even a million dollars that they're killing me over. Uh-huh. Uh and she's like just memoaning this whole time and she's like robbing a corpse. And um she's like, Wait, protect me. I'll pay you. I'll pay you to protect me. I'll give uh-huh. you um and Bill Nye she's like, You can't afford me and she's like, Oh, but I feel so safe with you. You're like a <laughs> mighty strong oak and she like hugs him and Bill Nye Bill, what can Bill I Nye give is you like to protect me. I know, right? She's Rose. just very feminine wild. Yeah. And he's just like, Wow, a human touch. Okay, I'll protect you. <laughs> Does it for nothing like a idiot <laughs> for no, well no he he um basically he's like okay a week of protection is going to cost you like $30,000 which is nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, and she's like, oh, yeah, I can easily afford that. he's like, oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> Should have asked for more. Yeah, so they're driving out of the car park, and she's like, who are you? he's like, ah, uh, I'm a private eye. <laughs> I was watching a guy meet up with his mistress, and I saw the dude with a gun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So they're escaping. The gunman wakes up, the, mm-hmm. and he's, like, chasing after them. And they're like, ah, oh, fuck. And they hit Rupert Grint as they're escaping the car park. So <laughs> they, like, abduct him as well. Oh, okay. I thought you meant they hit him with the car. They hit him with live. the car. They oh, do. Oh, okay. But they do not kill him. They, they just the abduct car, him. And then it's like, oh fuck! Okay, get in the car. We just hit you. Uh-huh. And he's just like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, we have to go undercover. We have to be safe. We need to go to a hotel, and uh-huh. they go to a very expensive hotel. Of course, yes. And then it's all these shenanigans where, like, they just basically they're on a floor, mm-hmm. and the expensive real estate man is also on the exact same oh, floor. Of course, so there's always like, oh, narrowly missing each other. Bullshit. All coincidence. Yeah. So, so it was is Rupert Grint now just kind of their awkward third wheel. Yeah, but cool. he's so oblivious it makes no difference. Of course, he doesn't realize. Of course. Anyway, so they're in. They wind up getting one bedroom because Bill and I was like, "Okay, we'll get three bedrooms." And then Emily Blunt was like, "Hell no, this place is expensive. We're getting one bedroom." And, and then, then like they were roommates. And then, they were, <laughs> and then the clerks was like, "We'll just give you our smallest room because uh-huh. you're obviously cheap as fuck." how many beds are in this room there's <laughs> only one bed of course there is it's fine the night Rupert sleeps in a chair floor. Rupert and and Emily Blunt sleep in one bed okay sure it's fine they're definitely siblings uh, yeah, it's things nice. where like um, Rupert Grinch is like yeah Dad said this! And then she'll smack him. Yeah. Like, uh, why aren't you giving me the fig rolls? You know, siblings. Good. See, they should be siblings and Bill Nye is their dad. Exactly. But anyway, there's so much tension between Emily Blunt and Bill Nye because, oh, they're so different. She wants to go out and party. He's like, no, we must stay away from the windows. Mm-hmm. And she just, she keeps getting changed and she's very messy. Sure. And then Rupert Gritz is like, what if I just watch the football? Uh, and then, Chaotic sun energy. Yeah. And then she's like, oh... I can't believe I'm paying you, like, this much for you to be a total asshole to me. And she leaves to go to the bar. And then Rupert is like, she's paying you? <laughs> and then Bill Vilnius is like, here, I will take care of you. Don't you worry about a thing. You're now my apprentice. You're a fine young man. <laughs> so, like, they're in the bar. Um, we'll- I think he should also teach Emily Blunt how to murder. It would be so
1: much better if he did. Exactly. Then she could protect herself. Yeah. Actually, no, she's too messy and chaotic to be an assassin. Yeah. You can't give her the power of murder as well. She's already too
0: powerful. She's already basically... She's a force of nature, I yes. guess. Yeah. So Bill Nye, Emily Bunt in the bar, they're talking, they're apologizing. They're not really apologizing because the tension's still happening. Oh, look, it's a hot bartender. Oh, she's so jealous. Bill Nye's not <sighs> jealous. What are you talking about? They fight. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, and then we go to the real estate mad... real estate mad real estate mad real estate mad and he's just super mad at like the bodyguard's failures and he's like monologuing sadly and like you know Emily Blunt is like drunkling stumbling and she tries to enter his room because she's drunk narrow miss never mind this didn't contribute to the plot Uh I guess it was for tension sure but then she puts out the um, boots the cowboy boots she stole off the dead guy to be cleaned oh and real estate man sees them and goes to bed well he doesn't see them So it's the morning and they're leaving. Mm -hmm. And as they're leaving, um, Rupert Grint's staying inside taking a bath. Uh And they just go out to go get some breakfast. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the real estate man is talking to Martin Freeman, who is going to be a new assassin. Ah. Martin Freeman is the second most expensive sassin. <laughs> Nye is the most expensive. Okay, okay, I understand. And I don't know about you, but whenever I see Martin Freeman, I don't feel like he's playing a character. I feel like he's just playing Martin Freeman. He, yes, he has one character, and it's himself. Yeah. Yes. And then people are like, oh, that's the perfect character. and he, This is just Martin Freeman, but he grins he just, sometimes. He just plays generic British men. Yeah. Um. So the other bodyguard, who mm-hmm. now has like a broken arm, and he's had a terrible time. Oh, no. He goes outside. And he sees the boots he's like, these are my friend's boots. Uh-huh. So he breaks into the room and then he and Rupert Grint are fighting now. He like he tries to drown Rupert Grint. Rupert Grint turns the tables and my gets his I can't believe Rupert
1: Grint is holding his own against a, a professional body man. He
0: really body is. Body guard. Body man. I like it. <laughs> body man. Rupert you know? Grint is perhaps the one seeing the most action in the end. <laughs> Rupert Grint is the real manic pixie dream girl. He is! <laughs> Basically, he's panicking. He shoots the guy's ear off by accident. Oh, sure. He gets their shitty and flees. And, like, he runs past, like, um, Bill and and Emily Blunt having breakfast. He's like, oh, ah, there's a here. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Ah! And they're uh-huh. all just, like, running away without paying their tab. Uh huh. And the real estate. They weren't
1: gonna do that anyway. <laughs> they weren't
0: gonna do it anyway. And so the real estate man, like, you know, basically is saying goodbye to Martin Freeman, who drives off. Uh And then the bodyguard comes out and is like, oh, God, it's them. They're here. They shot my ear off. Oh, God. And so now we have a car chase. Hooray. And the car chase ends with the real estate guy crashing. And now he and the bodyguard are both, like, full body cast. Of course. Stuck in the hospital. And now it's up to Martin Freeman to put an end to this nonsense. Yeah, pretty much. So they, they're like, okay, we have to get out of town. So they have a cute little, like, um, montage, like, road trip montage, I guess. Sure. And Rupert Grits is like, hello, so you are being paid for this. I, too, would like money. Um, money would be nice. <laughs> and then Bill Nice is like, what if I train you for six weeks and you get bed and board? I can treat, teach you, like, you know, the 20 different ways of strangulation. And, <laughs> yeah. What if I what if I teach you a trade? Yeah, what son? if I just teach you a trade? <laughs> um. So they get to a safe house. Uh safe house has cows. It's like an old country estate manor. (laughs) Of course. And Rupert Grink gets, like, Bill Nye's... What is a safe house without cows? I don't know. An unsafe house? (laughs) (laughs) It's got to have cows. Yeah. And so, like, Rupert Grink gets Bill Nye's old bedroom, which has, like, a baby mobile, which is just guns. (laughs) And um, he's like, I am an orphan. I had never had parents. And Bill (gasps) Nye's is like, nice, excellent. It's orphaned at 33. Mm. (laughs) 33 (laughs) Yes And uh, Emily Blunt Gets like the mom's Old bedroom And she just proceeds To start robbing it Of its brooches And stuff Uh, And the real estate guy Is now in hospital Mm -hmm. And Martin Freeman Is like Well Yep That sure sucks Anyway, we just need one of them to make a mistake, and we'll get them. Mm-hmm. And we'll focus on Emily Blood, because she she's is... She's going to make the mistake. Yeah, she's a disaster. Look at her. Yeah. So Bill Nice having, like, a nice dinner with all his friends. He's mm-hmm. like, let us lay down some ground rules. And they're all just like, this house is a prison, and <laughs> we hate it. <laughs> I hate this family. <laughs> Pretty much like, housemate, we can't go out partying. You're terrible. <laughs> uh, so Martin Freeman is planning, as they just have, like, you know, learning how to live together. Uh-huh. There's so many conflicts. Uh-huh. Emily Blunt will teach him to be wild and free and let loose. It's time for self-discovery. <sighs> um, meanwhile, Myron Freeman Freeman's like, I will investigate the fake painter because that's a lead. Yes. And then, so they have this, like, bonding romantic scene, I guess. Sure. And then, like, it cuts to, like, Emily Blunt being, like, woken up by someone slowly stroking her face and then she, like, opens her eyes and it's, Bill Nye's mom with a gun. <laughs> actually with a knife. And Good. then she like rolls out. She's like, ah! And then the mom takes a gun and starts shooting. Nice. And she's like, who the fuck is this hussy? This is your hit. You're meant to have killed her. <laughs> um, Emily Blunt almost gets murdered. She gets like she escapes, and Bill Nye's like, Mom, let's talk. Uh. So that she's like, listen, until you kill this floozy, you're a target. Now you've got to the dogs. You're not even sleeping with her. Like, oh, if okay. you're gonna betray it, at least sleep with her. <laughs> And then, yeah, Bill Nye just all says, "He's like, Mom, what if I don't want to be an assassin?" And she's like, "No, no, stop, mother. That is your dream, not mine. I gave you a Beretta when you were twelve. Is there anything better? No boy could ask for more." <laughs> They're, they have, like, a whole, like, it's Bill Nye's birthday now. Uh-huh. Because his mom gave him his birthday present, like, a week early. Uh-huh. And so they do like, the whole, like, he sends his mom off back to her assistant living home because she got a cab here. And she's in a wheelchair. Why does she? Okay. <laughs> yeah. She's, a, she's just so competent. She's so competent. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's, like, happy birthday. There's lots of drinking. There's so much chaos. Mm-hmm. It ends with Bill Nye and Emily Blunt having sex. Yeah. But it is an immediate fade to black, so that's nice. Okay, cool. Which is good. Um, anyway, so uh, he goes into his room because, like, he and Rupert Grint are downstairs. Like, he's like, I need to loosen up. Listen, let's take – because all of his furniture is covered in, like, plastic cover. and has been this entire time. Jesus fucking Christ. So he takes it off, the plastic covers. and he's like, what does this room need? And
1: um, <laughs> He's like, wow, I'm already feeling so daring.
0: Yeah, and then, like, Rupert Grint's like, it needs a pop of color. He's like, okay, I need a pop of color. He goes upstairs and, like, Emily Blunt's in his room and mm-hmm. um, he goes to, like, the wardrobe. His mum's wardrobe, I think. Actually, Emily Bunts in the mum's room, so he goes to that room. So is the safe house his house? It's at his actual house. Okay, sure. Yeah. He goes there and he like he opens the wardrobe. Because the mum killed the parrot. Like the next time we saw the mom, the mum was like, I've just killed this parrot. <laughs> and he taxidermied it, I guess. So he's like, a pop of colour. He opens like a secret drawer and he takes out the parrot corpse and decorates. I don't know who taxidermied it, but there is a parrot corpse. Okay, there. sure. He's like, Yes, a pop of colour. Beautiful. Mm. And Emily Blunt's is like, wow, secret drawer, you say? Time to investigate. Uh-huh. And so she finds, like, the murder scrapbook, uh-huh. and then she finds, like, the old Beretta gun, and it has, like, she a note. She figures out who he is and what he was doing. Yeah, essentially, because he also, in this drawer, he has just a bunch of photos, like, old photo styles with an X over everyone's face. And then the last is a photo of her face without an X. Hang on, hang on.
1: So he's keeping all this stuff in his secret drawer. Yes. Including the parrot.
0: I guess. And while she's in the room, he goes into the room. Okay, well, I don't think he knew she was in the room. I'm trying to remember. Okay. I think she's like, he came to the room, she's like, whoop, and she dropped down behind the bed. Oh, okay, sure. I was going to say, like, what are you doing, sir? He just trusts her so much. <laughs> I think she was more just like, wow, we had... I like this man. Let's see if I can learn more about him. Okay, sure. I guess or maybe she was just doing some casual thievery. Not clear. Fair. She's just the person who's like I know no boundaries and I'm curious all yes. the time. Yes. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. So she like she finds all the like damning photos and evidence and the gun has like a little note with it. it's like, "Happy birthday. A gun. It's your father's old gun." Uh-huh. Um, so she's like, "Well, time for me to f- like flee and while well, she goes to, like, flee out the window, Bill Nye comes up and he's like, well, we gotta go, like, Bill Nye and Rupert, like, they blindfold her and she's like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna be murdered. Oh, okay. It's clear that we know they just want her to show her the room that they just redecorated. But it's obvious that she thinks that, okay. Yeah, that they're gonna So she, like, sure. flips out, she, like, pulls the gun, like, she hits them with her purse and she pulls out the gun, the mm-hmm. Beretta, and Bill is like, that is a very dangerous gun. She's like, that's the point. She's like, no, 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 if you pull the trigger, it will explode in your own hand. Okay. That dangerous gun. Please don't use the gun. That gun is so old. And then she's like, I knew you were going to kill me. It. I know you're a hitman. Uh-huh. And he's like, I just wanted you to look at the redecorated room. <laughs> so um, she runs away out the front door and takes the car. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, well. And closes the front door and is like, time to be bland. Anyway, Rupert Grinch, I'm an assassin and now you're my apprentice. <laughs> he hadn't figured this out yet? Yep. Uh, Rupert Grant was like, I thought you were a PI who just You gotta kill people. (laughs) He's very dumb. Good. Yeah. So um he's just training Rupert Grint. They'll have a whole montage. Rupert Grint will be trained but not good. Sure. He'll like put together a gun blindfolded and then when he opens like holds it, it will like spring shot off the barrel. (laughs) Like, Okay. All right. the Mr. Bean of Assassins. He is the Mr. Bean of Assassins. Good. Um so Emily Blunt is like, I've escaped, this guy was gonna murder me. Mm-hmm. And she goes back to the art forger guy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Okay, we've got a real bad situation. Yeah. But he's already dead. Uh-huh. Martin Freeman already found him, and Martin Freeman is there. Yes. Waiting. Uh-huh. And um, yeah. And she basically learns that Bill Nye decided not to kill her uh-huh. and actually was protecting her. Because Martin Freeman is also monologuing. <laughs> yeah, Martin Freeman is monologuing.
1: Why do all these people monologue? They're so these they're so lonely, Lauren. He's a
0: professional assassin. All She'll their human contact kill kids people. killed. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Plot. And yeah, Martin Freeman is his replacement. And she's like, I will not tell you where he is. And he's like, are you sure? I'll Martin cut Freeman doesn't need to know where he is. He just needs to kill her. I think, uh, well, no, the real estate guy wants him to kill both the assassin oh, and okay, her now. Sure. So it's part of the job. Uh-huh. And, uh, yep, so he's like, I will torture you. And he's like, she's like, okay, I'll tell you. Like, I'm not going to be tortured for this. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so Martin Freeman has found them now. It's confrontation time. He has uh, her at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. They've gone to the place. Mm-hmm. They're all in the barn because they are practicing shooting in the barn. Mm-hmm. Um, and during this confrontation, Bill Nye's like, what if I just wind up Martin Freeman? Like, Martin Freeman's like, oh, it's me. You know who I am. And he's like, who? Never heard of you. Uh-huh. Are you sure? Hmm. oh are you the guy who does the cheap jobs (laughs) Martin Freeman's like you motherfucker and Rupert Grink's just like please stop escalating (laughs) (laughs) so um basically everyone gets lined up against the wall Mm -hmm. and then Martin Freeman's like wait you know what I'll let Rupert Grink go if you kill Emily Blunt and then I kill you Martin Freeman's downfall is that
1: he's not straightforward enough Yep, he's an idiot he wants to cause pain and therefore fucks up yeah Typical yeah. plot point. Typical plot point. Too much monologuing.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Bill Nye's kind of like, no, I can't do it. I can't shoot you. Like when he's holding her at gunpoint. Uh-huh. And then she's like, no, no, no. I want you to kill me. I'd rather be killed by the best. Romance, was Question like, mark? Yeah. Murphy was like, kind of insulted. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wait. The mom was still there. Oh, it's yes. It's ex momina. So the mom has the gun and she like fires and basically the whole situation is changing. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they're all talking. So like they kind of, they've turned the tables. Uh-huh. Um and then Bill Nye like checks Martin Freeman for uh-huh. a gun but, like he takes the gun, he doesn't really check him for a gun. <laughs> and then they're kind of talking to the mom. Like the mom's higher up because she, she was on like you know, the barn alcove. I don't know how she got there. She's in her wheelchair. Yeah, like
1: the the yeah, I know what you mean. Like a little
0: loft section. Yeah. Um She can fly. Yeah, they're just talking, <laughs> and then Martin Freeman's like, Wait, you fools, I still had the beretta, which I took off Emily Blunt. Oh no. And then Emily Blunt's is like, up. Forgot to mention, he had that gun. And then he goes to, like, shoot it and it explodes in his hand and, like, uh-huh. the barrel flies back and goes into his forehead and he's dead. An actual Chekhov's gun. An actual Chekhov's gun. Amazing. And then, like, Bilnais Bilna is just like, Rupert, come look at this. This is why you always service your handgun. <laughs> I haven't serviced this gun for many decades. For, like, 40 years.
1: Even though it was my first gun that my mother gifted to
0: me. It was an heirloom. Sure. Yeah. And then they go bury all the bodies in the backyard. Hooray! Well, Rupert Grint does. They help to move the bodies, but then Rupert Grint does all the hard work. (laughs) And then we get a little cute thing that says, like, three years later, and there's a child playing in the yard as, like, Bill Nye. And Rupert comes out in a suit, and Emily Uh Bunn and Bill Nye are, like, eating food in the yard. Uh And then they're like, wait, where's the cat? And then the framing makes it suggest that the child had murdered the cat and buried it. And it's the end of the movie. Hooray? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This movie had a very, like, that British... Oh, yeah. Random, almost, oh, satire yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been. It had potential, but... Yeah, so it's more like there's funny goofs and bits. Yeah. But it's padded out in a bland story. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. So, so I would rate it, um, 10 white breads. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the worst kind of bread. Anyway, recommend me some media. I will recommend you. I demand. You th- I demand! Recommend! I will recommend you some media. Oh, 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 oh. So my recommendation is the um, cartoon series Cyber 6. So, I don't know that. Yeah, I think you would enjoy it, actually. So it's yeah? um, based off an Argentinian comic series. Sure. And then the animation is a Canadian-Japanese project. Um, So the animation is a bit more lighthearted than the comics. Like they kind of, you know, made it more um palpable child for... Child friendly. <laughs> childs. Uh-huh. For childs. For yes. childs, you know. Yeah. And so the story of Cyber Six, I'll just read you this little blurb. Mm-hmm. By night, Cyber Six is a female superhero, dressed in leather, fighting the creations of her own mad scientist creator and putting to rest the bizarre schemes of his son. By day, Adrian is a male high school literature teacher, fending off one of his amorous students trying to hide her secret identity from her best friend and love interest, Lucas. With him, her Black Panther sidekick, Data7, and street urchin, Julian, Cyber6 defends the city of Mary Diana while fighting monsters for the sustenance she needs to survive. Now, we don't have time to unpack all of that! (laughs) So basically, I'm recommending it because it has that sort of like dual secret identity thing going on. So,
1: is the main character... Adrian by day and Cyber Six by night. So there's gender fuckery going on. Oh, there's a lot of gender fuckery. Love that.
0: And it's really cute design because her main thing is like her face looks identical in both scenes. Mm -hmm. Like the only change really is her outfit. So Mm -hmm. she wears sort of like, you know, a leather cat suit, which isn't really like tight and sexy. It's almost just like a one piece thing in a big hat.
1: Nice. It's a practical leather cat suit. Yeah.
0: And she has like, you know, her hair styled like almost like a long fringe when she's a lady.
1: Yeah. And then
0: when she's Adrian the teacher by day, she just wears like a baggy white button up and some black pants, and she, like, swoops her fringe back and has some big glasses.
1: I don't know why more superheroes don't use gender fuckery for secret identities. I think because most superheroes are hypersexualized. is true, and therefore it's hard to hide.
0: Yeah. When you have 20 packs, it's hard to hide.
1: Yeah. (laughs) When you're built like Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So it's only like 13 episodes. It's very delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for telling me about that movie, which I will never see. Oh,
0: thank God. This is... (laughs) technically the third time i've seen it why so. well like i saw it twice in 2010 oh yeah because i saw it in theaters with my mom and then i saw it in theaters with my friends yeah. so i don't cool. know white bread white bread 10 white bread 10
1: white bread that's, that's so many sandwiches anyway anyway
0: bye, bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Popcorn Fort. If you have any movie wrecks, hilarious anecdotes, or you just want to chat, hit us up on Twitter at Popcorn Fort or send us an email at popcornfort at gmail.com. Our logo is by the talented
1: Horberries, whose other work you can find on Twitter at Horberries_. underscore. If you'd like to
0: support us, please rate and review us on iTunes or just tell a friend. Tune in next week for more nonsense.